Temple of the Holy Ghost. Only in the throne will I be greater than you. All right. <laughs> I just want you to stop for a minute. King of kings, Lord of lords, God of the universe. Only in the throne will he be greater than us. We will be his equal. Feel like an equal lately? I guess you'd have to be in the spiritual realm to be feeling like me. And the only difference between him and him and you is he's sitting on the throne, and you're sitting at his feet. But the reality is, in the, in the in the overall picture scheme of things, in the realm, how is he greater than you in this moment? He's sitting on the throne, and he put you in his son, so everything he does, his son does, and so do you. Jesus said, You will do greater things than I. When I go home to be with dad, you'll do greater things than I did here. Why? I'm in Christ. Christ is with God. God's on the throne. Christ is on the throne next to him. I'm at their feet, and I get to do greater things than he did because I'm equal to him and everything except the throne itself. That's one hell of a promotion. But it's not a promotion. It's been yours all along. That was written in Genesis. few books before the New Testament. So, like, in that, that's him, the Lord speaking, like, only in the throne, he's saying, like, saying to us, I will be great, like, as only a Only in the throne, I'll be greater than you. He said, I'm going to go to the throne. Well, this is actually Pharaoh speaking, I think, to, to Joseph. He's only in the throne, I'll be greater than I'm going to give you all the power. Well, how did Joseph get the power? Joseph get the oh. power in Pharaoh, from Pharaoh. He wasn't. He was an Egyptian. Right. There was nothing. None of it made any sense. He'd been in prison, and he brings him out of prison. Puts him, says, "Only the throne will I be greater than you." God's bringing, and what we would call uh, like a Christophany. He's saying, "This is what it is. Only in the throne, He is going to make you and I, Joseph's stewards of everything that's going on, with all power, all authority. Only in the throne will be greater than us." So he said. I'm going to work everything I'm going to work through you. But won't be. Look what I did. Look what he allowed me to do. You see what I'm saying? So the measure of humility stays there. But that's the reality of this. God is saying, only in that throne will I be greater. Why? I, we're, we're sitting at the right hand of God right now in Christ. Ruling the nations now. Well, it's really hard to rule the nations when you're unruly. Right? Yes. It's really hard for us to be able to wield the power of the authority of the grace of God when we're being foolish in our carnality. Right? Yes. I want to I get there. I'm still pushing. He's talking about kingdom finance. He's talking about kingdom position. I know my position. I'm pushing every day to become a better and better and better and better steward of what he's doing. But that means I've got to be communicating more intimately, more intimately with him all the time so I can grasp and grasp. I had to yesterday or day before yesterday and yesterday, I've been really weepy in the spirit, just soaking in the spirit of God because of what's coming up and the things that he's saying to me. So there's, a, there's an outpouring coming out right now, coming through me. To be, to be divvied out to the world. 
And it comes with such an honor that he would even choose me to do that. In the midst of what we're going through, in the midst of what's happening, he says, no, I'm not going to stop using you. I'm going to pour this power through you. Because I know what you'll do with it. I have a track record. Pretty good track record. And he wants to use it for a vessel of honor for his use. Well, who am I to say, can we do this? Can we do that? I don't care what he does. I, I don't get out of bed every morning trying to figure out what I'm going to do. Get out of bed every bed every day and figure out what he wants to do. Why? Everything I want to do would be contrary to him in the first place. It would all be about me. I don't want it to be about me. And I have to, I sit back and, you know, laugh. And Nesson hears me up there state, I'm laughing. I'm with him. I just start laughing. Y'all don't have a clue what God's saying to me. It just makes me bust up laughing going, you're shitting me, right? You know? But that's the relationship that we have. And, and that relationship could just as easily be yours. Tim says, do me a favor, don't forget to say a prayer for me. Mm-hmm. Will too. <laughs> they both responded back to me this morning, please pray for me. See, they don't get a lot of people telling them they love them. I tell them I love them, they don't want to do that. (laughs) I have to account to God for the way in which I rule my body under his domination. Paul said he did not frustrate the grace of God, so neither will I. That's our favorite chapter, my favorite part, Galatians 2, 16 through 21. I will not frustrate the grace of God. I have been crucified Christ. Yet I live, yet not I live, but I live by the faith of the Son of God. So and I won't frustrate the grace of God. I'm not going to go ahead and come against what he did for me. Because if he did it, it's what? Done. Make it of no effect. I won't cause the grace to be of no effect. The grace of God is absolute. The salvation of Jesus is perfect. It is done forever. Why are, it's like having a brand new car sitting in your driveway and never driving it. Walking out there and every day, the one you're driving breaks down. Got to call the tow truck, AAA, this, that, always in the shop. Got a brand spanking new one there and you won't drive it. Would we, would we do that? No. Why not? And that's what we do with God. How smart can we be and how stupid are we acting? Right? Yes. I am not being saved. I am saved. Amen. Salvation is an eternal as God's throne. The thing for me is to do the work out what God works in. If I don't do what it is, it diminishes. If I do what he asked me to do as he asked me to do it, it just continues to perfect the salvation through the, the honing of my relationship. Manifest over the righteous judgment of God to count you worthy for the kingdom of God, for the things that you have suffered and endured, right? Yes. Yeah. Work out your own salvation. I am responsible for doing it. It means that I have to manifest his body, this body of life of Jesus, not mystically, 
but really and emphatically. I have to, without a question, let the, the, the death and the life of Christ be manifest in my mortal flesh. Looking like Jesus lately? Bet if you were praying, God might help you mold that shape. Yeah. But if you're not going to pray in tongues, I guess you're not even asking for his advice. You're just trying to figure out what you think needs to be done to look better, right? Mm-hmm. And that's working out so well for all of you. Mm-hmm. I have to keep my body and I have to bring it into subjection. Why? Because it's out of control. We think we know what the hell we're doing. Every saint can have his body under absolute control for God. Can? Will you? God has made us to have government over all the temple of the Holy Spirit, over imaginations and all the affections. None of them have any right to have power anymore. All your fears and worries and stresses and all your crap from your past and all your bullshit in your present and any loss of hope in tomorrow is all nonsense when you bring into the power and subjection of the Holy Spirit of God. We are responsible for these. And we must never give away to in any inordinate affections anything outside of the order of God. That's what inordinate is. God gave us his love and said, love with my love. Every time you go into the sush, every time you go into flail or arrows, you're getting outside of his realm to go back into your realm. And he goes, it's not becoming of a saint to do so. Please stop that. And quit running with the other schmucks that are doing it too. Most of us are much sterner with others than we are in regard to ourselves. We would, oh, I'd never do that. And yet you do it in the Spirit all the time. You know, and then walk with the Lord. We make excuses for things in ourselves while we condemn in others the things which we're so naturally inclined. We want to, we want to walk around little like little judges. How about how this person's doing that thing and this person's doing the, this thing. And it's like, are you kidding me? If you work around me very long, you'll go find out how to work around me. I'm an acquired taste. But when I get shit done, I get shit done. I don't hold a grudge. I was in there last night trying to tear that tree apart. And I needed some help. And I look at the shit you guys use. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Give me a goddamn flashlight. A real one. Not this piece of shit little thing that goes out every three seconds. Not some phone with a light. Give me a fucking flashlight. Give me a knife. Give me a towel. Oh my God, not a fucking beach towel I can cover the tree with. Give me a towel in your hand. But y'all you, you don't know what I'm asking for because you've never worked with me before, right? Now, did I get up and I'm mad at anybody? Nope. I just chewed your asses out and go, what the fuck? Get me what I'm, uh, what I'm looking for. You went, you got it, came back. I'm good. But the challenge is that that's how I am. I'm a ball-busting asshole to get shit done. Don't, I'm going to tell you what I want. You don't figure it out. You will figure it out. You will figure it out, but I'm not going to hold you accountable for not having it figured out because you've never worked with me before. When I go get something done, I go get it done. It's like when I told Dan, draw me a picture. He didn't draw me a picture. He drew me a picture of what I was fixing, but what I was fixing wasn't what it was. So I had to go get it in there. The minute I looked at myself and went, there's the problem. There's no way to seal it like this because there's other things in the way. We can't get there to do that. We could have was upside down, maybe, yeah, sure. but not from an underneath where we can't see shit, right? Mm-hmm. Where what I was getting a picture of, oh, there's this flat plate on there. Well, then just grease the four corners. You know, oh, there's wrought iron here. There's a lip that comes down. Well, nobody told me all that shit. 
So I'm fixing it unseen. Mom, mom says, maybe you need to go look. I took one look, did what? Took a knife and cut all this shit off and said, we're fixing it, we're tearing it down, put it back up tomorrow. Why? This can't be fixed. Now I'm pissed. I should have gone under there the first day. But what I asked for is go take a look, come back and show me what's under there and I'll fix it. You went in there and you showed me what you wanted to show me, not what it was. When I saw what it was, it's not fixable. Has to come down. I'd have much rather done it that had it come down, you know, a week ago. Now we have a Christmas tree that's dry. Okay? $300 tree that we have to cut the bottom off. We're going to work our ass off and hope we can revive this tree back up. Okay? If not, we're going to, we're only going to have a tree for a couple of weeks. Christmas time, day after Christmas is going to have to come down and things are going to be just falling apart everywhere. That's not a fun thing to have. Spend that and then have us have to fuck around with something for this long. I mean, that's not a fun thing to have. I'm not mad. But when I go do something, I want tools. Not the Mickey Mouse shit you guys use. Give me some fucking tools. I'm a farm boy. I want shit that works. I don't play around with Mickey Mouse shit. Whoever invented these little fucking lights, I want to punch them in the mouth. Okay? Oh, they're handy. Handy for what? They're worthless as shit. Batteries don't last. Nothing works. You are great when you turn them on, and that's the last time they work. First time you turn them on, they're on the way down. Throw this shit in the trash. Buy me some great big fucking Molly Whopper flashlight so we can go see some shit. Right? Right. When I ask for a towel, you need to clean up some water. Don't bring me a beach towel. I want a towel sticky in the bottom around the tree so I can soak up the water that he said was out of there that kept running down in my hands, right? And I said, don't do this. He pulls the towel out and says, put that fucking towel back underneath there. It's got to catch the water that is falling. That was, somebody asked me, and I said, no, leave it there. And he pulled it out and put it back. I mean, it don't take long. I'm going to ask for what I want. We're going to get done what I want. Why? We're here to fix this son of a bitch. I got time to Mickey Mouse. See, you all don't know how to live like that. You run around in fear. You run around, you know, by the seat of your fucking pants. You have no life experience. And that's my fault to a large degree. So if I got to go get in the middle of shit, start teaching you again, bet your ass that's what I'm going to do. But you're going to fucking learn. I tell you about tongues six months ago, and no one's doing it. And I'm having a battle with all of you based on your bullshit when I gave you the tool to fix it. And you didn't. Those are the things that frustrate me. Mad? No. Disappointed? Absolutely. Frustrated to the degree that I've been trying and trying and trying and getting nowhere. And now I have a much better understanding why. Y'all fucking want better versions of you. I don't ever want another version of you. I don't like you. I never will like you. I know who you are. I know what you've done. Why would I like that? You think I'm forgiving of the shit you did? I'm forgiving because you're going to be new. And that old thing's going to get cut off. Shit ain't going to matter anyway. You bring that shit into my new world, we're going to have a different kind of talk. 
You want my forgiveness? You want my to to be unaffected? Then you better by God do what I tell you to do and get that shit cut off and leave it behind. I don't want to see it in your personality anymore. Or I'm going to go sideways on you. And I'm sorry. That's fair. But somehow or another, you don't want to listen, which would then behoove you to not have to have that problem with me. And then I look like an asshole because I'm always screaming and hollering and growling at everybody because you don't fucking listen. First thing you do is default back to your bullshit. We need to be women and men of our word. We can say what we mean and mean what we say and do what we've been asked to do and follow that. If you love me enough, you can say you love me, then just do what I ask you to do. You'll find out it will work for you. We are responsible for these. We must never give away to inordinate affections. Most of us are much sterner with others than we are in regard to ourselves. We give them a give ourselves a break. We want to you know judge them. I beseech you, says Paul, present your bodies a living sacrifice. The point to decide is this: Do I agree with my Lord, and my Master, that my body shall be His temple? Do you agree that your body is supposed to be His temple? Answer that for yourself. Do you believe that? then what the fuck are you doing? It's like I have a rental here. Got this beautiful home I built up and I'm trying to rent it out. And a bunch of vagabonds keep sneaking in. Homeless people keep breaking in the back door and you know, setting up rat trap houses inside the house. I'm like, what is all this crap and these vagabonds and stuff doing in my house? This house is supposed to be set up to be rented for somebody that was gonna come take care of my home build a million dollar house or $10 million house or $20 million house and have a bunch of homeless people camping out and creating fires in the middle of the living room, right? What do you think you're doing? You're coming into the temple that's his house and he's letting us have it, lease it out, rent it out, whatever you want to call it this period of time we're alive and you're acting like a bunch of fucking homeless people. Not treating it with any kind of respect. Not honoring it and, and enjoying the life that you can have and the lifestyle that it represents. You're coming in here like a bunch of bums. Well, then you must not really desire to be the temple of the Holy Ghost. Then you wonder why you can't seem to get this church thing down, this spiritual thing down. Just keep living less than. Well, you've all lived your less than life. I've told you. I'm not doing that no more. And if it means that I can't be with you anymore, can't hang out with you, can't love on you anymore, that's cool by me because I'm not going to live a lesson. Does my truck look less than? No. Does my camera look less than? No. Does my heart look less than? No. Does my house look less than? No. Does anything I touch look less than? No. And what the fuck are you doing? I don't touch nothing. I don't let you have cars that are dirty. I go pay to have, y'all have a, get, get your car washed three times a day if you wanted to. I go make sure everything you have has the right to be maintained and be pristine to give you a better life. And what are you doing with what we're giving you? Do I agree with my Lord and Master that my body, not just Shelby, is his temple? If so, then for me to the whole of the law of the body is summed up in the revelation that my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost and that's who it belongs to. Therefore, that's the one who's going to rule.
Ready for an interesting journey? Let's yes. see here. It's uh, 11 o'clock, 1 o'clock. It's going to be an hour probably. We're going to start in Exodus. I don't think we've ever done that. Exodus 14, verse 13. Moses said to the people, Fear me, fear you not. Stand still and then see the salvation of the Lord. What am I trying to tell you this morning? That. Be still, sit down, and watch the salvation of the Lord. You're all running around like a bunch of chickens with their heads cut off from thing to thing, deal to deal, to task, 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 all trying to be good Christian people. There is no such thing. And there is, sure as hell, no salvation in it. The Lord, which will show you today, for the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you shall see them again no more ever. You get right with God, do what I'm telling you to do, and you will see your problems no more ever. Ever. All this shit you're trying to chew on and figure out, it'll be gone forever. Sound like, a, sound like a, a good deal to barter on? Yes. I'm going to come do what you ask me to do, and all my shit's going to be gone forever. Yes. <laughs> and you keep trying to figure out what you're going to do with your shit so you can get right, I guess, so then you can come into heaven. God ain't letting you in it. He picked you as you were. While you were yet sinners, he died for you. Not because you did something right. So that you can come forth and do something righteous going forward. The Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. You'll give the peace that he gives it to you and you'll be living in that peace and nothing will they'll take it away. Hmm. And the Lord said to Moses, Wherefore cry you unto me, speak to the children of Israel, that they go forward. Don't talk to me. Go tell them what they need to go do. Which is what I just did. Yes. But if you lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it, the children of Israel shall go upon dry ground through the midst of the sea. I will raise it up. I will split the Red Sea for you. But you, by God, better start walking. And behold, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they shall follow you. And I will get me honor upon Pharaoh and upon all these hosts, upon his chariots and upon his orders. God says, I'm going to get honor on all your bullshit. I'm going to show you how it's supposed to be getting handled. Let me handle Let me show you what happens to the enemy when they try to mess with you when you're on, you know, my side of the track. <laughs> and the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I have gotten me honor upon Pharaoh and upon his chariots, upon his horsemen, the angel of God, which went before the camp of Israel, moved, went behind them. And the pillar of cloud went before their face and stood behind them. And it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. And it was a cloud and darkness to them. But it gave light by night to these, so that the one came not near the other all night long. God says, not only will I do that, I'll go ahead and put my guard in front of you and behind you. Your problems won't even be able to get close to you no more. Or you can do it your way. 15.1 Then sang Moses and the children of Israel 
By the way, if you want to finish reading that salvation, that's the destruction of Pharaoh's armor and the Red Sea. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord and spoke, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and the rider has he thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. How did he become his salvation? They obeyed. They listened. He is my God, and I will prepare him a habitation. My Father's God, I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war, and the Lord is his name. Let him fight your battles. Deuteronomy 32. Fifteen. And Jerashwan waxed fat and kicked, and aren't waxing fat, you are grown thick and are covered with fatness. Then he forsook God, which made him, and lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation. They provoked him to jealousy with strange gods and abominations, provoked they him to anger. They fact sacrificed to devils, not to God, to gods whom they knew not. To new gods that came newly up, whom your fathers feared not. Of the rock that begot you, art you are unmindful and have forgotten God that formed you. And when the Lord saw it, he abhorred them because of the revoking of his sons and of his daughters. And he said, I will hide my face from them. I will see that their end, I will see what their end shall be. I'm going to go ahead and hide my face and let them see what, that, what happens then. For they are a Froward nation, children whom there is no faith. They have moved me to jealousy with that which is not God. They have provoked me to anger with their vanities. And I will move them to jealousy with those that are not a people. I will provoke them to anger with a foolish nation. For a fire is kindled in my anger and shall burn unto the lowest hell. And shall consume the earth with their increase and set on fire the foundations of the mountains. I will heap mischiefs upon them. I will spend my arrows upon them. They shall be burnt with hunger and devour with the burning heat. With their bitter destruction, I will also send the teeth of beasts upon them with the poison of serpents of the dust. The, war, the sword without and terror within shall destroy both the young man and the virgin, the suckling also with the man of gray hairs. God basically says, want to screw with me? Let me show you what you got coming. Well, I don't want to be mean, but that kind of sounds like your resume. It's what I've been watching happening to all of you. You're getting your ass kicked no matter where you turn. You're getting your ass kicked. You're walking in these things, more problems, more stress, more worry, more fears, just consuming you because you're not doing what you need to do, setting yourself upon God and let him deliver you to salvation. You're still trying to deliver yourself by your strange gods, your inordinate affections, all your me, 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 me stuff. That's what's happening. And we wonder, well, geez, I'm, a, I'm going to church. Lord, what's happening here? And he goes, what's happening? What are you doing? I told you what you ought to do so that I can be able to bless you and bless your socks off. But somehow or another, you want to go do this your way. So then you want to call me and go, what's happening? What's happening is what I told you was going to happen if you did that. Is this a surprise to anybody? I bet it is. I bet it is when it says, I'm going to bring mischiefs upon them. I'm going to make sure their life's miserable. 
I'm gonna go ahead. They're gonna do this. I'm gonna go ahead and let them see what they think of that when I when I pull out my arrows and I start shooting at them. You go, whoa, 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 wait a minute, God. What is that stuff? You're gonna start shooting me. What do you mean you're gonna cut all these mischiefs loose? Well, I thought you were gonna, I thought I was a Christian. You were gonna, you were gonna protect me. He goes, yeah, I was, if you were. But you're not. You're not acting like one. You're serving whatever you wanna serve, however you wanna serve it. Most of you are serving the one in the mirror, you. And we wanna go before God, right? Second Samuel 22. Verse 1. David spoke to the Lord the words of the song of the day that the Lord had delivered him out of the hand of all of his enemies and out of the hand of Saul. And he said, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. Could only say that after he was delivered, right? Yes. yes. And God of my rock and him I will trust. He is my shield, the horn of my salvation, my high tower, my refuge, my savior. You save me from violence. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies because I called upon the Lord. Amen. When the waves of the death compassed me, the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. The sorrows of hell compassed me about. And the snares of death prevented me. And what did I do? Praise the Lord to deliver me out of such things. 22.33 So I have pursued my enemies and destroyed them, and turned not again till I had consumed them. I have consumed them and wounded them that they could not arise. Yes, they are fallen under my feet. For you have girded me with strength to battle. Them that rose against me has you subdued under me. You subdued them, I didn't. You have also given me the necks of my enemies that I might destroy them that hate me. They looked, for there was none to save, even unto the Lord, but he answered them not. Then did I beat them. As a small as the dust of the earth, I did stamp them as the mire of the street, and I did spread them abroad. Thou also hast delivered me up from the strivings of my people. Thou hast kept me to be the head of the heathen. A people which I know not shall serve me. Strangers shall submit themselves unto me. As soon as they hear, they shall be obedient unto me. Strangers shall fade away, and they shall be afraid out of their own close places. The Lord lives, and blessed, and blessed be my rock, exalted be the God of the rock of my salvation. It is God that avenges me, and that brings down the people under me, and that brings me forth from mine enemies. Thou hast lifted me up on high above all that rose against me, and thou hast delivered me from the violent man. Amen. Therefore I will give thanks to the Lord, O among the heathen, and I will sing praises to your name. He is the tower of salvation for his king, and shows mercy to his anointed, unto David, and to the seed forevermore. To who? His seed. 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 David's seed forevermore is who? Us. Us. Job 13. Verse 7. Will you speak wickedly? For God and talk deceitfully for Him? Will you accept His person? Will you contend for God? It is good that He should search you out, or as one man mocks another, do so then mock Him. He will surely reprove you if you do secretly accept persons. Shall not His Excellency make you afraid and His dread fall upon you? Your remembrances are like the ashes in your bodies as bodies of clay. Hold your peace. Let me alone, that I may speak. 
let come on me what will. Wherefore do I take my flesh in my teeth and put my life in my hand? Though he slay me, yet I will trust in him. But I will maintain my own ways before him. I will make sure I am always me before him, not some make-believe pretend. He also shall be my salvation, for a hypocrite shall not ever come before him. Hear diligently my speech and my declaration with your ears. He'll now, I have ordered my cause, and I know that I shall be justified. Who is he that will plead with me? For now, if I hold up my tongue, I shall give up the ghost. Only do not two things unto me, then will I not hide myself from thee. But no, do not withdraw your hand far from me, and let not thy dread make me afraid. When you then call you, and I will answer, or let me speak, and you answer me. Let us stay in perfect communication, Lord. Psalms 3. Verse 1. Psalms 3. Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. Many there be which say of my soul, there is no help for him and God. But you, Lord, are a shield for me, my glory, the lifter of my head. I cried to the Lord with my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill. I laid me down, I slept, I waked, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people that have set themselves against me round about. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for you have smitten all of my enemies upon a cheekbone and have broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongs unto the Lord, and thy blessings is upon his people. 9.13 Have mercy upon me, O Lord. Consider my trouble, which I suffer of them that hate me. That you lift me up from the gates of death, that I may show forth all of thy praise in the gates of the daughter of Zion, and I will rejoice in your salvation. The heathen are sunk down in the pit they are made, that they made, and the net which they hid is their own foot taken. The Lord is known by the judgment which he executes. The wicked is snared in the work of his own hands. The wicked shall be turned into hell, and all the he nations that forget God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten. The expectation of the poor shall not perish forever. Arise, O Lord, let not man prevail. Let the heathen be judged in thy sight. Put them in fear, O Lord, that the nations may know themselves to be but men. 18. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust. My buckler, the horn of my salvation, and my high tower. I will call upon the Lord, who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. The sorrows of death compass me. The floods of ungodly made me afraid. The sorrows of hell compass me about. The snares of death prevented me. Interesting, huh? Yes. Eighteen thirty. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those that trust in him. For who is God 
save the Lord, or who is a rock save our God? It is God that girds me with strength and makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like hind's feet and sets me upon high places. He teaches my hands to war so that a bow of steel is broken by my arms. He, you have also given me the shield of thy salvation. And the right hand has held me up and thy gentleness has made me great. You've enlarged my steps under my feet. And my feet did not slip. I have pursued my enemies and overtaken them. Neither did I turn again till they were consumed. I have wounded them that were not able to rise, that they are fallen under my feet. For you have girded me with strength unto battle, and you have subdued under me those that rose up against me. You, 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 Lord. Not me. I just did my part, but you did yours. 1846. The Lord lives, and blessed be the rock, that the God of myself is be exalted. It is God that avenges me and subdues the people under me. He delivers me from my enemies, yes, and lifts me ab above those that rise up against me, and thou hast delivered me from the bottom man. Therefore I will give thanks to the Lord. Among the heathen I will sing praises to his name. Great deliverance gives he to his king, and shows mercy to his anointed, to David and to his seed forevermore. Amen. Amen. 24. 1. The earth is the Lord, and the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell therein. All are the Lord's. And you're driving in your car, why? For he has founded it upon the seas, established it upon the floods. Who shall ascend in the hill of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul into vanity or selfishness, nor sworn deceitfully. He shall receive the blessings from the Lord, the righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him and seek thy face, O Jacob. Lift up your hands, O you gates. And lift you up, you everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is the king of the glory? The Lord, strong and mighty, Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Even lift them up, be everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. Amen. 27, 1. The Lord is my light, my salvation. And then whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life, and whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should camp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing I've desired of the Lord, that will I seek after. That I might dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, the, to inquire in his temple. For in a time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion, the secret tabernacle he shall hide me he shall set me upon a rock and now shall my head be lifted up my enemies round about me therefore while i offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy i will sing yes i will sing praises to the lord hear O lord when i cry with my voice have mercy also upon me and answer me when you said seek you my face my heart said unto you thy face lord i will seek hide not thy face from me but not thy servant of Put not that servant away in anger. For you have been my help, so leave me not. Neither forsake me, O God, of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsook me, then the Lord, in fact, himself will take me up. Amen. 37. 34. 
Wait on the Lord and keep his way, and he shall exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, you shall see it. I have seen the wicked in great power, and spread them himself like a green bay tree. Yet he passed, and lo, he was not. Yes, I sought him, but it could not be found. Mark the perfect man, behold the upright, for the end of that man is peace. But the transgressors shall be destroyed together. The end of the wicked shall be cut off. But the salvation of the righteous of the Lord, he is their strength in a time of trouble. And the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust in him. Amen. 62. I'm sorry, 51. Verse 7. Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me. And I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness that the bones which you have broken may rejoice. Hide thy face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with your free spirit. 62. Truly my soul waits upon God. For him comes my salvation. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense and I shall not be greatly moved. Amen. How long will he imagine mischief, mischief against man? How? You shall be slain, all of you, as a bowing wall shall be, shall you be and as a trottering, excuse me, a tottering fence. They only consult to cast him down from his excellency. They delight in his lies. They bless with their mouth, but they curse inwardly. My soul, wait only upon thy God for my expectations from him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense, and I shall not be moved. In God is my salvation and my glory. The rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. Amen. So put in trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your heart before him, for God is a refuge for us. Surely men of low degree are vanity or selfish, and men of high degree are a lie. To be blade in the balance, they are altogether lighter than vanity. Trust not in oppression, and become not vain in robbery. If riches increase, set not your heart upon them. God has spoken once, twice have I heard this, that the power belongs unto God. Also unto thee, O Lord, belongs mercy. For you render to every man according to his work. 85. Verse 1. Lord, you have been favorable in the land. You have brought back the captivity of Jacob. You have forgiven the iniquity of the people and you have covered all their sins. You have taken away all thy wrath and have turned yourself from the fierceness of your anger. Turn us, O God of our salvation, and cause thy anger towards us to cease. Will you be angry with us forever? Will you draw out your anger to all generations? Will you not revive us again, that they people may rejoice in you? Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us thy salvation. I will hear what God the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace unto his people and unto his saints, but let them not turn again to folly. Surely his salvation is near them that fear him and glory may dwell in your land. Mercy and truth are met together and righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Truth shall spring forth out of the earth and righteousness shall look down from heaven. 
Yes, the Lord shall give that which is good. Our land shall yield her increase. Righteousness shall go before him and shall set us in the way of his steps. Amen. Amen. 95. Verse 1. O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, make a joyful noise in the hymn of Psalms. The Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the deep places of the earth. The strength of the hills is also his. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our God, our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if we will hear his voice, harden not your heart as in the provocation, as the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted him, proved him, and saw his work. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their heart, and they who have not known my way. So unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter my rest. Probably not the right side of God you want to be on, right? right. Romans 1. I know, hard to believe. Verse 16. Oh. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For the gospel of Christ is the power of God unto a salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who are holding the truth in unrighteousness. Oops! Because they... That which may be known of God is revealed in them, for God has showed it to them. For the invisible things from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and God, and so they are without excuse. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were they thankful, but they became selfish in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into the image made like unto a corruptible man, to birds, four-footed beasts, and creepy things. I know a few of those. 5-1. Therefore, being justified by that faith, because we walk, the just walk by faith, right? Yes. We have peace with our God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, he's going to be our peace? Yes. There you go. By whom we have access by our faith under this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, we glory in tribulations, knowing that knowing the tribulation is going to help us work patience. Patience is then going to give us experience. Experience is going to give us what? Oh! oh. And hope is going to make us not ashamed. Because the love of God is then shut abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given to us, because we're going to start talking to the Holy Ghost, right? Yes. And we're going to then find our hope, and we're going to let our faith be unfolded in God and Christ Jesus. So therefore, we're going to have the love of God shed abroad in our hearts. For when we were yet without strength, in due time, Christ died for us creeps. as ungodly people. <laughs> for scarcely will a righteous man one die, but perhaps yet for a good man one might dare to die. But God commending his love to us in that while we were yet sinners, he died for us. Amen. Much more than now being more justified by his blood, we shall then be saved from the wrath. We already are saved from the wrath Amen. if we walk this out. Amen. Amen. 
For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son, much more being reconciled, we should now be saved by His life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received that atonement, that change or challenge. 8-1. There is therefore no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but have decided to walk after the Spirit. Amen. Amen. Law, the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do and that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of that sinful flesh and for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh but decide to walk after the Spirit instead. Yes. For they that are after the flesh remind the things of the flesh but they that are after the Spirit we are more spiritually minded. Yes. To be carnally minded is death. To be spiritually minded, though, is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can it be. So the day that are in the flesh cannot please God. Well, if we're in the flesh, I guess that kind of leaves us ass out, right? But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit, if so be the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, then you are none of his. And if Christ is instead in you, the body will be dead because of sin, and the spirit of life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by the spirit that dwells in you. Amen. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For when we live after the flesh, you shall die. But if through the spirit you do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall then live. Amen. For as many as that are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For we have not received the spirit of a bondage again in fear, but we have received the spirit of adoption whereby we call Abba Father or Daddy. Mm -hmm. The spirit itself bears witness to our spirit, and that we are the children of God, that have children, heirs, heirs of God, joint heirs of Christ. It so be that we suffer with him that we may also be glorified together. We have the Holy Spirit bearing with our spirits and we'll know who we are. Yes. How many of you would like to know who you are? Yes. 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 Yeah. <laughs> well, that was an easy fix. Amen. Speak in tongues. Amen. Right. right. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not even worthy to be compared to the glory which shall be revealed in us when we start speaking in tongues. Amen. The earnest expectation of the creature waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. That be that inner side of us is waiting for God to come back. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by the reason of him who was subjected to the same in hope. We fell short, now God restored it back through his son. Because, and was saved to what? Oh yeah, hope. Because the creature and also itself shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption to the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know the whole creation groans and travails and pain together, even in and out. And not only so, but they are, but ourselves also have the first fruits of the Spirit. Even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit, the redemption of our body. For we are saved by what? Oh. oh. But hope that is seen is not hope for what a man sees. Why would he then hope for it? Yes. But if we hope for that which we see not, then we do with patience wait for it. So likewise, are you listening? Yes. yes. Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our infirmities that we don't know what to do. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but yes. the Spirit itself makes intercession, speaking in tongues for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. Yeah. And he that searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit? Because He makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So the Holy Spirit knows exactly what we had need of. It goes to Dad, tells Dad, Dad goes back and fix it. And all of a sudden, tomorrow you wake up with a ha-ha moment based on what? Oh yeah, 
I had prayed to God and God heard me. I don't even know what we prayed, but it was working. It's working. That's it, right? Yes. Romans 10, 1. Brother, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel, spiritual Israel, too, that they might all be saved. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own version of righteousness, have not have submitted themselves into the righteousness of God. Still trying to get there on their own. For Christ is the end of the law for the righteousness to everyone that believes. For Moses described the righteousness which is the law that the man which does those things shall then live by them. But the righteousness which is of faith speaks on this wise, saying, Not in your heart who shall ascend into heaven, that's to bring Christ down from above. Or who shall descend to the deep, that's to bring Christ again up from the dead. But what, say, what says it? The words nearer to you, it's even in your mouth, that's in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you then shall be saved. For with a heart man believes in righteousness, and with the mouth confessions made unto salvation. For the scripture says, Whosoever believes on, on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. The same Lord over all is rich unto all those that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I want to show one thing to you in there. For the heart man believes unto righteousness. If you really want to get your life walking right, you want to start living in a place you want to live, kickstart that heart and get out your head. It's your heart that's going to believe it. It's your heart that's going to cause the love to happen and you to love. It's going to have all those pieces come to, to fruition in you, in and of your heart and the Holy Ghost. Right? Romans yes. 13.1 So let every soul be subject to the higher powers. For there is no power but that of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resists that power, uh-oh, resists the ordinance of God. And they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil works. Will you then not be afraid of that power? Do that which is good, and you shall have a praise. The same. Do what's right, and I'll give you credit for everything you're doing. Yeah. Don't, and I'm going to ground stronger. And the power of God's coming down upon you. And if you resist that power, you've got damnation coming your way. <laughs> for he is the minister of God to you for good. But if you do that which is evil, be afraid. For he bears not the sword in vain. For he is the minister of God, a revenger, to execute wrath upon those that do evil. Wherefore, you must needs be subject, not just for the fact that wrath will come upon you, but also that you might have a clear conscience. 13.11 And that knowing the time, that how it's high time to awake out of sleep. So now is our salvation nearer than we first believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not rioting and drunkenness, nor in chamber and wantonness, not in strife and envy, but let us put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Amen. Romans 15, 6. But you may with one mind and one mouth glorify God even the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Wherefore receive you one another as Christ also received us to God to the glory of God. Now I say that Jesus Christ is the minister of the circumcision for the truth of God to confirm the promises made to the Father. The promises made. And the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy as it is written, for this cause I will confess you among the Gentiles and sing unto your name. And again he says, Rejoice, you Gentiles, and these people. And again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, and laud him, all you people. And again, says Isaiah, There shall not, there shall be a root of Jesse, he that shall rise to reign over the Gentiles. In him shall the Gentiles trust. Now the God of hope, the God of hope, Amen. fill you with all joy and peace in believing, that you may abound in that hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Hmm. 1 Corinthians 1.18 For the preaching of the cross to them that are perishing is foolishness. But unto us which are saved it becomes the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise. I will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. So where's the wise? Where's the scribe? Where is this dispute of this world? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that, the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save those that believe. For the Jews require a sign, and Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified, and the Jews the stomach block, and unto the Greeks foolishness. But to them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God because the foolishness of God is still wiser than men and the weakness of God is still stronger than men. 2.9 But it is written, eye has not seen nor ear heard, neither entered the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those that love him. For God has not revealed them to us by the for God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searches the deep things yet it serves all things. Yes, the deep things of God. The Holy Spirit's going to go to the deep things of God. He's going to teach you because He's going to bear witness to your spirit so you'll know the deep things of God. All of a sudden, you're going to have a wisdom you don't know where it came from. Hmm. Just don't use it wrong. Because there's only one thing worse than getting it and not knowing what to do with it. Get it and do it the wrong thing, and He takes it away again. And now you don't got it no more. Then you're going to feel really stupid because you had it once upon a time, right? What man knows the things of man said the spirit of man was in him, even so the things of God knows no man, but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the, which is of the world, but the Spirit which is of God. We might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things we also speak, not which words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. He's going to teach us. He's going to go to God, get us straight, bear witness to our spirit so we can know, and then we're going to be taught by the Holy Ghost the spiritual things that we need to know which is what you haven't been able to do. But the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are going to have to be spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judges all things, yet himself is judged of no man. For who has known the mind of the Lord that now we may instruct him? But now you and I, we have the opportunity to have the mind of Christ. Amen. 3.16 Knowing not that we are the temple of the God and the Spirit of God dwells in you. If any man defile the temple of God, God shall then what? Destroy, Destroy them. Hmm. For the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. Let no man then deceive himself. If any man among you seem to be wise in this world, let him become a fool that he might be wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God, for it is written, he takes the wise in their own craftiness. 
And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, that they are selfish. And therefore, let no man glory in men, for all things are yours. Whether Paul, Apollo, Cephas, or the world, life, death, things present, things come, all things are yours. And you are Christ, and Christ is God's. 6 9. Know you not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived. Neither fornicators, nor adulterers, adulterers, effeminate, nor abusers of themselves of mankind, nor thieves, covetous, drunkards, revilers, extortioners shall ever inherit the kingdom of God. And such were you. But you are washed, you are sanctified, you are justified in the name of the Lord Amen. and by the Spirit of our God. Amen. So all things are in fact lawful, but not all things are good for me. But I will not, all things lawful, but, but I will not be brought into the power of any of them. Meats for the belly, belly for the meat, but God shall destroy both it and them. Now the body is not for fornication, but for the Lord, the Lord for the body. And God has both raised up the Lord and shall also raise us up also by his power. Know you not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of a harlot? God forbid. What? Know you not that he which has joined to a harlot is one body? For two says he shall be one flesh, but he is, that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. So flee fornication. Every sin that a man does is without the body. But he that commits fornication sins against his own body. What? Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own? For you have bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in this body and your spirit, which are God's both. Amen. 2 Corinthians 1.12 For rejoicing is this, the testimony of our conscience, that simplicity and godly sincerity, not with fleshly wisdom, but by the grace of God, we have our conduct in the world and more abundantly even towards you. For we write none of the things in the youth in which you have read and acknowledge, and I'm going to trust that you're going to acknowledge them all the way to the end. Amen. 2.14. Now, thanks be to God that always causes us <clears throat> to triumph in Christ Amen. and make manifest the savor of his knowledge in us in every place. For we are unto God a sweet savor of Christ, to them that are to be saved and in them that perish. To the one with the savor of death to death, the other the savor of life to life. <clears throat> so who's sufficient of these things? <clears throat> Who can do this on their own? If we are not as many which have corrupt the word of God, but as a sincerity, but as of God, the sight of God, we speak in Christ. Yes, Amen. 4.8. <clears throat> Therefore, seeing we have... Oh, excuse me. Sorry, we have trouble on every side, yet not distressed, perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed. Amen. Amen. Always, always, always bearing about the body of the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be manifest in our body. For we which live are always going to be delivered to death for Jesus' sake. The life of Jesus might also be manifest in our mortal flesh. So the death works in us, but life in you. Amen. Seeing then, go to the next one, 5.11. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. We are made manifest unto God, and I trust also are made manifest in your consciences. We commend not ourselves again, and we will give you an occasion to glory on our behalf, that you may have some what to answer them which glory in appearance only, but not in heart. 
For whether we be beside ourselves, it's to God. Whether we be sober, it's for your cause. For the love of Christ is going to constrain us, because we thus judge. If one die, then all are dead. And that he that died for all that they which should live, should live not henceforth unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Therefore, now we know no man after the flesh. Yes, though we've known Christ after the flesh, yet now from now on we know him no more after the flesh. Six fourteen. <clears throat> so be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion has light with darkness? What concord has Christ with Belial? What part is he with a believer, with an infidel? What arrangement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them, and I will walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be separate, said the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. And I will be a father unto you. And you shall be my sons and my daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Ten, three. <clears throat> For though we walk in the flesh, we will not into the flesh. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every, every, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and then bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And having a readiness to revenge all disobedience once our obedience has been fulfilled. Galatians 2.16 Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, by the faith of Jesus, even we have believed in Jesus, that we might be justified by the faith of Christ, and not by the works of the law, for the works of the law shall no flesh ever be justified. But, if we, while we seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves are found sinners again, is ever Christ the minister of sin? God forbid. For if I build again the things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. For I through the law of dead to the law that I might live unto God. So I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless, yet I live, yet not I, but, the, but Christ lives in me, the life I now which I live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So I'm not going to frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness came by the law, by somehow my works, then Christ is dead in vain. So, O foolish church, who has bewitched you that you should not obey this truth? Before whose eyes has Christ been evidently set forth and crucified among you? This is only what I learned of you. To receive the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish having begun the spirit you're now going to be made perfect by the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain if necessarily it was in vain? 5.16 This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Amen. The flesh lusts against the Spirit, the Spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary to one another, so that you cannot do the things you want to do. But if you be led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, and these are those. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, relativity, lasciviousness. Idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, and heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such the like, of which I have tell you before and even told you more in time past, the way they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, and faith, meekness, temperance. Against such things there is no law. <laughs> and they that were Christ have crucified the flesh and all the affections and lusts. 
So if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be desires of vain glory, provoking one another, envying one another. Verse 6-7. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever man sows, that shall he reap. For he that sows to his flesh, shall with flesh reap <coughs> corruption, but <coughs> he that sows to the Spirit, shall the Spirit reap everlasting life. Let us not be weary in well-doing for a new season. We shall reap if we faint not. We have overcome. There we have therefore opportunity. Let us do good to all men, especially unto them that are of the household of faith. Peter's 1.3. Blessed be God, the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, who blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places, according as chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love, having predestined us according to the adoption of the children of Jesus Christ to Himself according to the good pleasure of His will, to the praise of the glory of His grace, where He has made us accepted in the blood, in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of His grace, wherein... He has abounded towards us in all wisdom and prudence, so we know better. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed again within himself, that in the dispensation, the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven, which are in earth, even in him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works, at, works all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ. In whom you also trusted after you heard the word of the truth, the gospel of your salvation. In whom also after you believed, you were then sealed the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of the inheritance to the redemption of that purchased possession. So wherever I also have heard of your faith in the Lord and the love for all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the Lord, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. <clears throat> that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened, that you may know What's this hope of the calling is? And what the riches of the glory of his inheritance and saints are for you. 2-1. And you, he is quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins, where in time past you walked according to the course of the world, according to the prince of the power of the air, spirit that now works in all of the children of disobedience, among whom we also had our conduct in times past, the lust of the flesh, filled the desires of the flesh and the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love where he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, he quickened us together with Christ, and by, because it was by grace we've been saved. He has raised us up together and made us all set together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show forth the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us through Christ. For by grace we've been saved through faith, and that's not of yourselves. It is, in fact, a gift of God, not by works, lest any man should brag or boast. So we are his workmanship. Created Christ Jesus unto good works which God before ordained that we should then walk in them. Amen. 2.19. Now, therefore, we are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. We are built upon the foundation of the apostles, the prophets, Christ Jesus himself, being the chief cornerstone, to whom, to whom all the building fitly framed together grows through a holy temple in the Lord, in whom also you are building together for habitation of God through that spirit. Ephesians 5 1. Be therefore followers of God as then good children. Walk in love as Christ also has loved us and has given to us himself as an offering, a sacrifice to God for sweet smelling savor, the fornication, all uncleanness, covetousness. Let it not even be once named among us, not becoming of a saint. 
Neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. For this you know, that no whoremonger, no unclean person, no covetous man who's an adulterer has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ of God. So let no man deceive you for with vain words, for because of these things comes the wrath of God upon all of the children <coughs> of disobedience. So be not therefore partakers with them. For you were sometimes darkness, but now you are in light in the Lord. So walk as children of the light. Amen. The fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what the, is acceptable in the Lord. And we have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather we reprove them. For it's a shame even to speak of those things done of them in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light, for whatsoever does make manifest is light. So wherefore he says, Wake you that sleep and arise from the dead, and Christ will then give you light. Amen. See, then you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Redeem the time, because the time and the days are evil. Therefore, he says, Be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. <clears throat> Singing in tongues, too, yeah. to get right? Yeah. Yeah. Giving thanks to God, always, for all things, the Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and submit yourselves to one another in the fear of God. Amen. Philippians 2.12 Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for God is God in you that works in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. So we're struggling with this. How do I do it? How do I do it? God says, it is God that works in you both to do and will and, and to do, to will and to do his good pleasure. He's going to make it happen in you. How stubborn do you got to be to fight that? Don't answer that, okay? <laughs> do all things without murmurings and disputings that you may be blameless, harmless, the sons of God, children of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom you're going to shine as lights in this world, Amen. holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. But you actually finally got it. That's why I don't want to make that name. Colossians 1 3. We give thanks to God the Father, Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and the love which you have towards the saints. For the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, wherever you have heard before in the word of truth, the gospel, which is coming to you as it is to all the world, and brings forth fruit, as it does also in you, since the day you heard it, and knew the grace of God in truth. So as you've always learned, a better purpose, our dear fellow servant, who is for you a faithful minister in Christ, who also declared unto us your love of the Spirit, for this cause, we also, since we day heard it, don't cease to pray for you. And desire to have that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you might walk worthy of this of the Lord and to all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power, and all patience and long suffering with joyfulness, Amen. giving thanks to the Father, which has made us meet or ready to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Mm -hmm. 21. And you, who were sometimes alienated enemies in your mind by the wicked works, he is now reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy, unblameable, and unreprovable in his sight. If you, if, 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 see that word? Oh, it's, it's undeserved. If you continue. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
If you continue in the faith, grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which you have heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, whereof I, Paul, made a minister, who now rejoice in my suffering for you, and fill up that which is behind the afflictions of Christ, in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church, whereof I made a minister, according to the dispensation of God, which was given to me for you to fill the word of God. Even the mystery which has been hidden for the ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, that hope of glory, whom we preach, warning every man, teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus, whereunto I also labor, striving according to his working, which works in me mightily. Why ever strive in that, right? 3-1. If then you be risen with Christ, seek those things above where Christ sits at the right hand of God, set your affection on things above, not on the things of the earth. You are dead, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life then, shall appear, you shall also appear with him in glory. Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affections, evil, concupiscence, covetousness, which is idolatry. For which things sake the wrath of God is coming upon the children of disobedience. In which you also walked sometimes when you lived in them. But now you also put on these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth, and lie not to one another, saying, You are put off that old man and all the old man's deeds. And you put on the new man, which is renewed in the knowledge after the image of him. First Thessalonians 5 5. You are all children of the light, children of the day, not of the night, nor of the darkness. Let us therefore. Not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night. They are drunk and drunk in the night. But let us, who are the day, be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love for help and the hope of salvation. For God has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. 2 Thessalonians 1 2. Grace to you and peace from God the Father, Lord Jesus Christ. So we are bound to thank God always for you, brethren as it is necessary, because your faith grows exceedingly, and the charity of every one of you towards one another is beginning to abound. So that we ourselves glory in you, the churches of God, for your patience and the faith and all the persecutions and tribulations that you endure. Which, by the way, is the manifest token, the righteous judgment of God, that you may be counted worthy in the kingdom of God for which things you've suffered. Seeing it's a righteous thing with God to repay tribulation to those that troubled you, and to you who were troubled, rest with us, when the Lord shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels. Revealed with a flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God, and those that did not obey the gospel of the Lord and Savior Jesus. Those who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power, when he shall come to be glorified and saved to be admired in all of them <coughs> that believe, because our testimony among you was believed in that day. <coughs> so therefore also we pray always for you, <coughs> that our God would count you worthy of this calling, and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with his power. And the name of the Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified you and you in him, according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus. So, 13, we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God has, from the beginning, chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and believe in the truth, where he called you by the gospel to the obtaining of glory of our Lord Jesus. <clears throat> Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold traditions which you have been taught, whether by word or by our example, because now our Lord Jesus Christ himself, even God our Father, which has loved us, has given us an everlasting consolation and given us good hope through grace. Let him comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and every good work. Yes. Second Timothy 2, 1, verse 6. Wherefore, I will put you in remembrance 
that you should stir up the gift of God within you by putting on my hands. Hmm. Done. Just saying. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, oops, but a power of love and a sound mind. Be you for not ashamed of the testimony of the Lord, of me as prisoner, but you'll be a partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the great power of God, who has saved us and called us the holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ before the world even began. But is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus, who has abolished death and brought life and immortality and light through the gospel. Where do I am appointed a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of the Gentiles? which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed, for I know whom I believe, and I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. So hold fast the form of sound words which you have heard from me, and faith and love which is in Christ, and that good thing, that good thing which was committed unto you, keep it by the Holy Ghost which dwells in us. Titus 2.11 The grace of God to bring salvation has already appeared to all men. Teaching is that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of great God, our Savior Jesus, who gave himself for us that we might that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify in himself a people like Vanessa, peculiar, and uh, zealous of good works. These things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority and let no man despise it. She didn't like his size. She got to be peculiar, right? Yeah. Mm. Put them in mind be subject to principalities and power to obey magistrates. Be ready to do good work. To speak evil of no man and be not brawlers but gentle, showing all meekness to all men. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. Like when I said, but after this kindness of love of God our Savior towards man appeared, <clears throat> Not by works of righteousness, which she has done and we have done, but according to his mercy has saved us by the washing and regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed upon us abundantly because of her, okay? That Jesus Christ, our salvation, that being justified by his grace, thank you, Jesus, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life, in spite of her. That this is the faithful saying, and these things I would you affirm them costly, that they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works, and those things are good and profitable all people. Yeah, all. That would be you too, but it's supposed to be. Two, one, Hebrews. Therefore we ought to give more earnest heed to the things which we've heard. Told you. Amen. Lest any time we should let them slip. Guess you have to let them in before we let them slip, right? Yeah, right? For the word spoken by angels was not was steadfast, and every transgression of disobedience received the just recompense of reward. How shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? Uh-oh. Which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord, and was confirmed to us by those that heard him. Yeah. <clears throat> God also bearing with them witness, both in signs and wonders, and with diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost, according to to his own will. Mm-hmm. 2.9 But we see Jesus who is made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor. And by the grace of God he should take death for every man. Mm-hmm. For it became him for whom are all things, by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory to make the capital of their salvation perfect through sufferings. Mm-hmm. For both he that sanctified and those that are sanctified are one for all this cause. He is not ashamed to call us Brethren, we are the temple. Thank you, Jesus. Five, five. So also, Christ glorified not himself to be made a high priest. 
And he that said unto him, Thou art my son today, I have begotten thee. As he has said also in another place, You are a priest after, after, forever after the order of Melchizedek, who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with strong crying and tears, and him was able to, that he was heard, and he that he feared. Though he were a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he had to suffer. Being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation to all of those that obey him. Called of God a high priest after the order of Melchizedek, of whom we have many things to say, and they're hard to be uttered, seeing you're dull of hearing. For when the time you ought be teachers, you have need that one teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God, and have become of such a need of milk and not of strong meat. For every one that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a baby. But strong meat belongs to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of youth have their senses exercised to discern between good and evil, because we are in fact the temple of the Holy Ghost. Amen. First Peter 1 Peter 1.3 Blessed be God the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, which according to to his abundant mercy has begotten us again, helps us become born again, to a living hope by the resurrection of Jesus from the dead, to an inheritance that is incorruptible, undefiled, the faith is not away, reserved in heaven for you. You, by the way, who are kept by that power of God through faith and the salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. Wherein you greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations, that the trial of your faith be much more precious than that of gold, that precious though be tried in fire, might be found to praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus. Whom having not seen you love, and whom, though you now see him not, you believe, you rejoice with a joy that's unspeakable, full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls, Amen. of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently, who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you. Searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ, which was in them, did signify, when it testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. And whom it was revealed that not unto themselves, but unto us they did minister these things, which are now reported unto you by them that have preached the gospel unto you with the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven, which things the angels even desire to look into. 4-7. But the end of all things at hand, be therefore sober and watch under prayer. And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover a multitude of sins. Use hospitality one to another without grudging. As every man has received the gift, even so minister the same to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If any man speak, let him speak. As the oracles of God, if any man minister, let him do it as the ability which God has given and God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom praise and dominion forever and ever and ever. Amen. Beloved, I'm thinking about strange concerning the fire trial which is trying you, as though some strange thing was happening to you. We rejoice in as much as you are partakers or partners of Christ's suffering, that when the glory, his glory shall be revealed, you may be glad also with the exceeding joy, because you'll be with him in that glory. Yes. If you suffered with him. If you be reproached for the name of the Christ, happy you for the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. On their part he's evil spoken of, but on your part he's glorified. So let none of you suffer as a murderer, as a thief, as an evildoer, as a busybody in somebody else's affairs. And let any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, for let him be glorified God on this behalf. For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God, and at first must begin at us. What shall be the end of those that have made not the gospel? 
Burning fire, right? Flaming yes. fire of Genesis, right? Yes. And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Right beside them, right? Yes. Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to Him, to God Himself, and well doing as unto a faithful Creator. Amen. 5.1. The elders which were among you, I exhort, whom also an elder and witness of the sufferings of Christ and also partake of the glory that shall be revealed. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for money's sake, but a ready mind, neither as being lords over God's heritage, but be as, as an example to the flock. When the chief shepherd shall appear, you shall receive a crown of glory that fades on away, because you did. Likewise, you younger, submit yourselves to the elder. Yes, all of you be subject to one another, and be clothed with humility, for God resists the proud, and gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, in the mighty hand of God, that he might then exalt you in due time, casting all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, the roaring lion, walks about seeking whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But the God of all grace, who has called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a little while, he'll make you perfect, establish you, strengthen you, and settle you. To him be the glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Let that be so for him. Amen. First Peter, wait, First John, I'm sorry, 2-1. My little children, these things I write unto you, you'd sin not. And if you do sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. Amen. That's if you, oops, not if you commit. Yes. And he is a propitiation for our sins, not our sins only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Hereby we know that we know him. If we keep his commandments. He that says, I know him, he keeps not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoso keeps his word, in him truly is the love of God then perfected. Hereby we know that we are in him, because he that says he abides in him ought himself walk even as he walked. 24. That therefore abide you, which you've heard from the beginning. And if that which you've heard from the beginning shall remain in you, you shall continue in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that he has promised us eternal life. These things I've written unto you concerning those that try to seduce you, but the anointing which you have received of him abides in you. You need not that any man teach you, but the, as the same anointing teaches you of all things, is the truth, and there is no lie, even as it has taught you, you shall abide in him. And now, little children, abide in him, that when he shall appear you may have confidence, and you may be not ashamed before him at his coming. If you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone that does righteousness then truly is then born of him. So behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the children of God. Therefore the world knew it not, because it knew him not. So, beloved, now we are the children of God. It does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that has this hope in himself purifies himself, even as Christ is pure. Amen. 18. My little children, let us not love them. <clears throat> let us not love them in word or in tongue, but in deed and truth. Hereby we know that we are of the truth. And shall sure our hearts before him. For heart condemneth, <coughs> God is greater than our heart and knows all things. Beloved, if our heart condemneth not, though, we can have confidence towards our God. And whatsoever we ask, we then can receive, because we keep his commandments, we do the things that are pleasing in his sight. Amen. And this is the commandment that we should believe in the name of the Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave his commandment. And he that keeps this commandment dwells in him, and he in turn dwells in you. Hereby we know that he abides in us by the Spirit which he has given to us. Five one. Whosoever that believes that Jesus is the Christ, is born of God. And everyone that loves him that begot, loves him that has begotten him. By this we know that we love the children of God. And when we love God, we keep his commandments. For this is the love of Christ, that we should keep the commandments, and his commandments are not 
hard or grievous. Mm -hmm. For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcomes the world? But he that believes that Jesus is the Son of God. So if we receive, verse 9, the witness of man, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God that he has testified of his Son. That he that believes in the Son of God has a witness of himself. And he that believes not, God has made God a liar because he believes not the record that God gave him his Son. And this is, in fact, that record. That God has given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He that has the Son has life. He that has not the Son has not life. So these things I've written unto you, believe it, written unto you, that believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, that you may believe on the name of the Son. This is the confidence that we'll have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He'll hear us. And we know that He hears us. We know that we, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of Him. 18. We know that whosoever is born of God sins not. But he that is begotten of God keeps himself, because you are the temple of the Holy Ghost, and that wicked one can't touch you. And we know that we are of God, and the whole world lies in wickedness. And we know that God... The Son of God is come and has given us an understanding that we may know Him that is true. We may know that we are in Him that is true. We may know that we are in Him even in His Son, Jesus Christ. And this is, in fact, the true God. And this is, in fact, eternal life. So little children, keep yourself from idols. 17. Job. Jude, I'm sorry. But, beloved, remember you the words which spoke before the Apostle, Lord, and Savior Jesus. How they told you there should be mockers in last time who should walk after their own ungodly lusts. These be those who separate themselves, sensual, having not the Spirit. But you, you, beloved, build up yourselves your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keeping yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord and Savior Jesus under that eternal life. Some have compassion, making a difference. Others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even their garment, spotted by the flesh. Now, unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his own glory with exceeding joy, to him, the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, power, both now and forever. And let that be so. Amen and amen. amen. Father, we come before you this morning, this afternoon, Lord, and we pray, Lord, your will be done. We pray that you uh, knock it out of the park. Father, we're, we're making some new choices. We're making some, some different decisions. Um, many, maybe even out of desperation, but knowing that we need to make the choices and changes. Father, we're going to count the fact that these choices we're making are going to be glorified in you and in your son. So we'll give you praise, thanks, honor, and glory today as you continue to go before us. We ask that you be with us the rest of this day. We've got things that are uh, have stepped up, Lord God, and we're going to take some time to fellowship with one another and once again um, put together a Jesus tree. It's time to Amen. put it together for you. And Lord, just know that uh, all that we're doing, we're, we're celebrating the life of Christ. We're celebrating the season of Christ. And Lord, not just celebrating it right now. We're going to celebrate this every day. But Lord, I ask that you pour out an intensity upon us today that... Uh, you will be glorified in everything we think and say and do when you praise, honor, and glory in advance for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 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 amen.